It's the Brian and Kendra Show with Brian Cook and Kendra Brown of Advanced Real Estate Advisors. I'm Kendra Brown. And I'm Brian Cook. Between the two of us, we have 38 years of experience in real estate. Sharing real estate tips and advice right here on Classic Hits 107.3. Hey, the Brian Show today. It is Kendra's not working. the Brian and Kendra oh, no. Show. I can double task. That's right. I got you, boss. Hey, we got, I got so you work much right going. Here. So, hey, fantastic. It is. So, it's Brian Cook with uh, Advanced Real Estate Associates um, Advisors. Advanced Real Estate Advisors. This is your game, Bob. It is crazy. Your game. Hey, we had to change the name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Brian yes. Kinter Show, Advanced Real Estate Advisors. We're here in Woodward, Oklahoma, middle of the world. Yeah, because we want to talk about some small market real estate. Yep. So, our we, real goal is to provide. Practical tips and valuable insights. <laughs> I just wondered if you could remember. I can read. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's far enough away. You can read it. It's far enough away about camp, but you can. Yeah. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. All right. So anything fun happening? Um, <clears throat> I don't even know what the date is. It's almost 4th of July. They can actually start selling fireworks today. Really? That's exciting. That's fan June 15th. I don't think they open till Saturday, but. Cool. So, I yeah. love fireworks season. Uh, I kind of like it. Going to miss the rodeo. Go until next year. Yep. So, <laughs> all that on. being said, lots of things have been going on in June. Uh, lots of sports events. Lots of Kids Inc. stuff. Man, if you are bored, you are not getting out. Want to hear something funny? Yes. Okay, going back to the rodeo because I just thought of this. Uh, last year you were gone and um, one of the rodeo people came in to ask if they could put their sign out front. And I said, absolutely. Brian doesn't mind. And rodeo is my favorite game. And he goes, game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad. I'm sorry. I just meant I really <laughs> appreciate the entertainment provided by the rodeo. I guess that was the wrong thing to say. It's, it cracked me up. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm there every night if I, I can. I mean, they keep score. <laughs> doesn't that mean it's a game? It's a competition. Yeah. I thought, yeah. yeah, no, I don't know. But yeah. I, it's a way of life. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it offensively. Like, no. I legit really think it's fun. Okay, anyway, isn't that funny? Yes. Yeah, once again, my mouth. The, the great joys of living in a small town. It's fantastic. Okay, so small market real estate. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about, last week we talked about um, terms. Terms. And we brought up a lot of terms that are in the contract. So today, we're going to talk about the contract. Woohoo! Woo! Get some coffee. I'm sorry I didn't get some coffee. That was a horrible You kept asking for made. coffee this morning. I'm like, coffee, I gone. did not. <laughs> I mentioned, oh Coffees. my gosh. I didn't even say coffee. I said coffee. Yeah. And next thing I knew, you were harping on me, acting like I was telling More you coffee? to make coffee. More coffee. I did not. I do need a cup. Do you mind? Just kidding. Right. Okay. So first things first. I made a fresh pot because I the drank document. the first one already. <laughs> Fresh spot. Yeah. All right. So first things first, the Oklahoma Real Estate Commission has a contract form that we use in our office. Like I would say 99.9% of the contracts that we write in our office are written on this document. Yes. There's a few that aren't that are bank owned, government back owned type loans that are in foreclosures. Like we got one now on, on uh, the HUD owns it, which is um, owned by the government, basically. Yep. Um, or the loan is backed by the government, so the government dictates how it is done, and it's the same contract through the United States, and it's a little bit different. So, 
Right. So very rare do we get those, but yeah, those happen every now and then. But occasionally. All right. So um, last time we talked about offer versus contract, and we we mentioned that we type a buyer's offer on the contract documents, and that is to just help make sure that there's no confusion about what's going to be entailed within the contract package once we have an executed document. Um, so at the beginning of our Oakland Real Estate Commission contract, it says this is a legally binding contract. If not understood, seek advice from an attorney. I'm not one. Not either. Don't want to be. I didn't go to school to be. Won't act like I am. No, none. Oh, look, thank you. Thank you yes. so much, Nathan. It's awesome. And look, it's my favorite mug. The Brian and Kendra Show. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. All right. So, um, so legally binding contract, we're not an attorney. So we kind of run through this and, and try to share um, our understanding of the contract. But if you have like some real legal questions, we encourage you to, to talk to an attorney. Yes. Not us. All right, so the beginning of the contract says talk contract documents that a contract is defined um, as this document with the following attachments. And then we check mark some attachments up here at the top of this page. There's all these delightful little check boxes. I don't really think you can see on the little camera, but I wanted to put it up there. All right, so this means like if there's going to be a loan, if the legal description is too long to type into the form, if um, there's some special contingencies, if you have to sell your property in order to purchase your new home. Um, that we're mm -hmm. going to let the seller know up front, hey, we've attached this different document. Um, so back in the old days when we did foreclosures, they would just have an addendum. And so I would put on this extra line, foreclosure addendum. And then that would note, hey, we've got a different addendum that's going to be attached. Make sure you look for it. This is what gets tricky. <laughs> yeah. If you're a cash buyer, don't let your agent write cash. There's not a cash addendum. Yeah, there's no addendum. There's this no is addendum. only for Just, things attached to the contract. Yes. So if you want to attach a lease to the contract, you type in there. Yeah. See attached lease. Yes. Bam. Check the box. So if we scoot down here to, I think it's number <clears throat> two. Um, it says that, yes, here we are. The purchase price, um, earnest money source of funds, dot, dot, dot. This is a cash transaction unless a financing supplement is attached. And that's what we're saying. So if you're a cash transaction, we don't attach anything special. It's already assumed in the contract that you're going to pay cash for your, for your so house. So please, buy houses with cash. It makes it easier <laughs> on us. One less form. Which kind of makes me laugh that that's the assumed. Yes. Because there is no, I mean, the majority of our contracts are loan. Yep. Yep. Right? Yes. And I also think in today's society, um, with so many checks and balances by people, I almost feel like there should be a cash addendum. Saying, um, yeah, what kind of? I mean, not where's the cash, cash coming from? Like, like, do you already have it in your account? Or are you pulling it out of your trust fund? Are you or is it off a line of credit? Right. right. Or we have to wait for you to get it from your four hundred one k. Sometimes that can delay closing. Yeah, a couple of weeks. Yeah, I think that's important. Yes. So, anyway, but that's just a little, little mind thinking. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right, so the next thing on the contract are the parties. Party of the time! I got my party I shirt on. You do. <laughs> <laughs> You do have your party shirt on. I wear like, I wear sparkles. Yes, it's like what in the world? It looks like it looks like I only have one shirt because I didn't change between recordings well, like hey, you did. But I, just, um, I thought, hey, the contract is so exciting. I had to find my most exciting shirt. <laughs> <laughs> next week, buddy. Next okay, week, next game week, on. Game on. Okay. <laughs> I bought a, I bought one last week at the golf store. That's very Fourth of July ish. 
Awesome. Okay, I no. do love Fourth of July yeah. fireworks. Okay, so parties, the contract is entered between the seller and the buyer. And so we list those out. Um, and I want your full legal name, which evidently is like the weirdest question because whenever I ask that, okay, great. How would you like for your name to be typed on the contract? Or what is your full legal name? They always go, what do you mean? Literally, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Uh. Yeah. Mm. I mean, how is it on your car title? Basically, because that's usually how you have it. So yep. um, you're Brian Keith Cook, Brian K. Cook. I've unfortunately there's have also them. Brian Keith Cook in prison. Yeah. <laughs> not me. <That's> not you. <laughs> but he probably has a cool striped shirt. He probably does. I like stripes. <laughs> okay. But the <laughs> I just, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just got tickled. Okay. Um so sorry. All right, so I just lost my whole train of thought. We, we need to differentiate who you are. Right. So like if you and your dad have the same name and you're junior, then we want to make sure that we put junior, junior. on this contract. Yeah, because this is how the mortgage company, like it needs to match your mortgage. It needs, this is how it's going to be written on the deed. Mm -hmm. This is how it's going to be filed at the courthouse. So it's going to be going into your abstract. We want to make sure that we have it correct. So yes, um, yes, Kendra Ann Brown, strong, independent, woman filled with peace and joy. That's what I put. That's my name. Next up. <laughs> The party signatures at the end of the contract, including all documents, are what creates this valid and binding contract. I want to hit that part. This is a legally binding contract. Up here, we talked about that, but we really just stuck on the part that this is, that we're not attorneys. But I think it's really important. Sometimes I feel like I've seen a couple of buyers go into their contract period kind of willy-nilly, like, ah, yeah. I think I'll try it out. And they sign all the stuff and we go through the whole thing. And then I realize... This whole time, they were like, I'll just back out if I just change my mind. Yeah, oh. We're not supposed to be doing that. Mm -mm. Like, this is a, a, a man or woman of your word kind of a deal. Um, and when you sign this, you should be signing this with the, the intention sincerest, of purchasing the property. Yes, most sincere intent of purchasing this property. Um, it, there are outs in the contract to protect you, but <clears throat> it's not like a, it's not like I changed my mind. I just, I just don't think I want to buy a house anymore. It's really not like that. Right? Right. Right. All right. What's up next? You've got some things underlined. What do you want to talk about that? Well, the oh, biggest thing is, is... I love it. All prior verbal or written negotiations. Yeah. So if if you're like, you know, you're... Um, you bought a house, they have a garage sale, you bounce in there <clears throat> at the garage sale and you're talking to the seller and you're like, hey, I want... Oh, this happened to us. Ah, that's washer a... Washer dryer. That's a great washer and dryer. Will you leave it? Oh, yeah, sure. You know, and then we get to closing and it's gone. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's exciting. That was well, very exciting. Well, you know what? It's not in the contract. Just because they said it, they may have not understood what you said. They may have said, yeah, if you buy it at the garage sale today... We'll leave it here so you don't have to move it out and move it back in. Right. Like, we don't know all that because it's or, not in writing. I'm sorry. You spoke with my husband and he didn't tell me and I've already packed it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> These things legit happen. <clears throat> happen. Legit. Yep. And it's such a small town. Back to small market real oh, estate. Oh, man. You probably know the person you're buying your house from. Mm -hmm. And you're going to run into them at church or Walmart or the tag office or the cafe, whatever. You're running into them and you're going to talk. If you come to any agreement outside of using your agents, please call your agents and have them put it in writing. <laughs> I'm bad at this because I'm like, yeah, we're all good. We honest our word. We honor our word and we do our thing. And just yesterday, she, you were asking me, did you agree to that? And you still haven't let me put it in writing. I and I'm legit. I'm like, you're really stressing me out here, yeah. buddy. And I get it. Both sides are super <clears throat> easygoing, super good. Yes. People of their word. 
But oh my gosh, sometimes people just forget. Yes. Just legitimately, okay, honestly okay, okay. forget. Let's There's a lot writing. of stress with moving. Yes. A lot of stress. Okay, I want to go back to what you said. If you run into your buyer seller that you probably know at Walmart, um, I, w- I would actually encourage you to not talk about the contract. It'd be better talk about that. why you love the property. Talk about um, where where the seller is moving. Talk about those kinds of yeah. fun things. Don't talk about the transaction. Yeah. Let us do that for you. Because here's what I don't think everybody understands. When we talk to a buyer, when we talk to a seller, how do we talk about the buyer or the seller? With grace. Yes. With kindness. Mm-hmm. Like we are not throwing each other under the bus. We are legit wanting for everyone to go into closing and be so happy to see each other and so happy to sign their documents that we are going to be helping you maintain your relationship because yes. we are relationship oriented business, relationship oriented real estate. We really want everyone to be content. Right. Cause you're going so, to see each other again <laughs> I know, at Walmart on Saturday at when you don't have your makeup on next door. <laughs> So we really want to make sure um, that we help you. Yes. So let us do that. 100% let us do that. If you want the refrigerator and you think of it after the fact, call call us and let us call the seller and be like, hey, what do you think about this? Let us help you to handle that instead of creating any kind of weird friction that could be coming up. Right. So that that's actually why we're involved. Not yes. for refrigerators. We're really right. involved for real estate. <clears throat> but we realize sometimes things get a little wonky. Yeah. So I was with an uh, individual yesterday or Wednesday. And we were driving and he said, I, I was taking phone calls as we was driving. He's like, oh my gosh, is that your responsibility? I'm like, you have, and I've known this guy for 20 years. And he's like, and a I, number of, of transactions, yes. like a bunch. Um, and he's, he was like, I had no idea that you, yeah, it was, and I can't remember what it was about because it's so normal. But he was, he was shocked at the, sometimes the things that we have right. to negotiate. Yes. <laughs> Goodness, yes. (laughs) So, well, even just the whole trip, that was unusual of a trip. You had to pick up an abstract, run it to somewhere else to get it. um, Abstract read. Yes. Because it was a timing issue. Things moved quicker than they were supposed to, and (laughs) things were held up longer than they were supposed to. So, I was like, hey, if you'll drive this to the attorney in a whole other town, he'll read it first thing in the morning, overnight it back or ship it back, and then we'll have it on. Then we can close on Friday. And so, Okay. All right. Here we are. So we updated an abstract, delivered to the title opinion, and back by when less than 12, uh, 24 hours. It's awesome. Like Wednesday, we decided we were going to close market. on Friday, and it's happening today. It is uh, That is something that I believe only happens at a small market. I yeah. could be wrong. Like I'm not saying that that's like gospel, but it really feels like yeah. that's something that only small towns can pull off. Yes. And and kudos to our closer, yeah. Ashley First Republic Title. She is stinking killing it for for these buyers and these sellers. I started to say for us, but it's not for us. Nope. It's for the buyers and the sellers. Like she recognizes these people need a place to live. The house is vacant. Seller's ready to sell. Get it done. Stinking yep. awesome. So, Stinking awesome. Yep. Um, I just realized there's an error on that settlement statement. Uh-oh. So. make me a note. <clears throat> so getting back to writing, make sure everything is in writing and writing and writing. Because whatever's in writing is what happens. Yes. Um. So. Is, is what if you, you know if you have to go to court and fight it that's actually that's what's gonna that's what the judge is gonna do so um, and all of those things is this this contract the final signed dated contract so if you sign a contract and things change it needs to address it's, it should say something about the contract dated such and such time right this amends that contract mm-hmm. um, if it doesn't have a date on it or, or it references back to that contract mm-hmm. then it gets messy again Absolutely. So make sure things are dated and corrected. 
All right. So, next up, it says that the parties agree that, um, I'm sorry, I lost a little bit, but they're going to sell and convey this property. We're going to yep. transfer ownership through a general warranty deed. Um, and again, the general warranty deed is the most, um, it's the most insurance that you are getting the property and you're getting it without title defects and it's going to be yours. The seller, seller is warranting the deed to the buyer. That's what they're doing. They're warranting that everything is correct and done and right. And so, but and now this gets amended all the time when you're in an estate or a probate or um, right. all those different preventative deeds. <laughs> and so um, we have never uh, encountered a massive issue with this, but we've been held up verifying that a special warranty deed is as right. good as a general warranty deed. And then they do the title opinion and verify and the attorney says, yes, it's just, it's as good. It's not the same, but we'll, we're guaranteeing it. And then, it, but, but you're actually amending your contract at that time. We had one recently and I can't remember exactly what the deed was, but it was one I've never seen. <clears throat> You'd never seen it either. <clears throat> 20, 30 something years between the two of us or over 35 years between the two of us. We'd never seen that deed. Yep. And I had to do some research. Like, is this really I okay? Even... I'm not sure how I feel about it. Um, and, and we, we sought an attorney and, and made sure and everything was cool. Um, and again, like really did it matter because it was the buyer, but the buyer had some significant concerns and we made yep. sure that everything was comfortable for him. All right. Next up, property <clears throat> consists, um, the property shall consist of the following described real estate. And we are going to denote which county, what the legal description is and what the property address is. Yep. It's important that all of this is filled out. Yes. I lived in Laverne. You lived in Laverne. Um, I remember my address had two or three different addresses. The legal description is imperative because that is really what your property is. It can be 108 Oklahoma, and it can be 110 Oklahoma, and it can be 106 Oklahoma. Who the heck knows? <laughs> Just whatever the utility company wants it to be, I guess. Yes. But that legal description says 100% that lot one, block one of um, Spencer Edition is the property that I own. Yep. That's and important. so the physical address <clears throat> you may have a different mailing address. Oh, what you're right. saying is your mailing right. address may be different. Your UPS address may be different than your post mm -hmm. office address, um, especially in some of these smaller towns even. But like Woodward County has a 911 yes. coordinator person. I do think this is better than it was 20 years yeah. ago. And they have done a great job coordinating oh, all that. And so if you have a problem, you have three addresses. They will <laughs> give you the legal physical address of your property. <laughs> so We have had to go in and amend our our contracts because the address that is is noted on the assessor's website may not be what the United States Postal Service is, and the lenders go off of the USPS. Yes, isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. I think that's interesting. I feel like the USPS. Well, that makes sense. Never mind. Just kidding. It's the five hours you spend in the kitchen mastering your famous recipe, or spending quality time with your family. Other insurance companies may just see it as a house. It's not just a house; it's your home. Hi. I'm State Farm Agent Kevin Kanzler, and I see your home as the time and memories you put into them. I understand what your things really mean to you, and I'm here to help give them the protection they deserve. My office is located on the corner of 13th and Oklahoma and Woodward to call me at 580-256-2216 for your home insurance today. On Point Land Survey can take care of all your residential, commercial, and industrial survey needs. This family-owned and operated business proudly serves Northwest Oklahoma. These lifelong Northwest Oklahoma residents with over 22 years of experience are ready to serve you with the latest equipment and capable trucks to get your job done. Call On Point Land Survey today at 580-256-6757 or stop by 1918 Main Street in Woodward, Oklahoma or visit their website at onpointlandsurveyok.com. Professional. Trusted. Local. Okay, moving on. Moving on.
what else? <clears throat> so, uh, so all of that. So what is described in that piece of legal description property, um, all of the fixtures, improvements, appurtenances. What's that word mean? It means all of the things used to make the things work. So if you have a swimming pool, all of the <laughs> things that make the swimming pool work go with the house. Um, subject to existing zoning. So if you're buying a house and it's C, it's residential one and you wanted to put in a ostrich farm, probably can't do that. You are buying it subject to whatever the zoning is, um, whatever the plat says, if there's any deed restrictions, which again, that's why you have a title opinion. Mm-hmm. They're going to verify what those restrictions are. Any utilities, so if I'm buying a house and it's got a private water line to your property and there's an easement associated with that you own that now right if so you want to make sure that that there and then all the mineral rights so our standard contract gives the mineral rights to your property right um that's important because sometimes we'll sell a property that has a house and has land and it's possible that the owner would still have mineral rights. A lot of times our sellers don't even have mineral rights. I've never had mineral rights on any of the properties I've owned. They've all been residential and the mineral rights were released to somebody else or mm-hmm. rather not released some time ago. Yeah. So um, it's important that we pay attention to this. Some sellers do not want to relinquish their mineral rights. Right. And so recently we had this. This was struck from the contract and the mm-hmm. contract was amended to reflect surface rights only. Right. So, yeah, in Oklahoma, you can own mineral rights separate from the surface rights, um, but you cannot own the wind rights separate from the land rights. Interesting. So we've got I some property now. about that. And so there's, there's different types of income that can be produced on your property that mm-hmm. you can own or not own. So there is that. All right. <clears throat> Next up, purchase price, earnest money, and source of funds. So we're putting all the information in here about how you are going to pay and come up with the money for this property. So if it is cash... Rider in there. If it's financing again, we make sure we attach the addendum on how you're getting the money for the property. All right, purchase price is obviously important. So we type in the purchase price as payable by the buyer. Um, and it says that within three days of execution of the contract, buyer must deliver a blank amount of money as earnest money. Okay, I'm going to pause there before we go on and talk about where it's held. So earnest money is part of the negotiated contract you can choose how much earnest money you're willing to do. A lot of agents will say, we really like to see 1%. We also know that's not necessarily going to be feasible for every buyer. Different loan amounts, um, every buyer's circumstances are different. So we see anything from $500 up to thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars occasionally. Um, I was thinking the other day, a real estate contract, um, it was an offer made on a foreclosure property They required $5,000 earnest money. It was like a $69,000 property. So that's unusual. But the particular buyer that I was working with was an investor. They were like, hey, no problem. Absolutely. A lot of times for a $69,000 property, a buyer is like, I don't have $5,000. And so their earnest money would be less. So we fill in earnest money here. This is negotiated. If the seller doesn't like the amount of earnest money that you have offered, they can counter offer that the same way that they can counter offer your purchase price. I just think that's important to remember. Right. So earnest money is um, deposited into a trust account, either is noted in a blank or if it's left blank, it's in the listing broker's trust account. That means that they can't commingle the money. Like they can't be playing with your money or spending your money. It has to be held there. It's very specific. That trust account can even be, if it's a listing broker's trust account, 
that can even be monitored, uh, what's the term? Audited by the Oklahoma Real Estate Commission. We don't have a trust account with advanced real estate advisors. So if we hold the listing and an, another agent submits an offer to us, um, they're going to put First Republic Title or Woodward County Abstract as the, as the escrow holders. Yes. Then they hold it very carefully. And they're very specific. I've been very, very pleased and thankful um, with how they release earnest money if we have a contract bill. They're, they will not release it without something signed by both parties. Correct. That's yes. awesome. Yep. So everybody's in agreement then. I like that. Um, that's what the contract says. Mm-hmm. And it shows that they're actually doing what the contract has told them to do. All right, next up, um, the earnest money is considered partial payment of the purchase price and or the closing costs. That's changed. That used to just say that it was part of the down payment. Yep. But now they're actually admitting it's part of the closing cost. Yep. That's really how it feels. can be yeah, either and yeah. or. And then the buyer pays um, the balance of the purchase price and their closing cost at closing. I just We're going to see buyer's closing costs through this document over and over and over. And we'll talk about those a little bit more at the end. Um, but just know that whenever you buy a property, when you get to closing, you're going to have to bring some money. Yep. <laughs> Somebody's bringing it. One way or the other, other somebody's <clears throat> going to get paid. Yep. Um, you've got to make sure that you get your earnest money there on time. If you don't, this contract will be void. Yes. And so what it says, and there's a way to avoid it. So if it's not brought, the, the seller may. So we've had some issues where that's like in the mail or hasn't got here or whatever. The seller can terminate this contract based on not getting their earnest money quickly. So you get a fantastic deal on a property and you, all right, I'm going to mail my earnest money and it's not there in time. And somebody else pokes in and decides they want to buy that property, then you could miss out because they don't have, they can cancel your contract because they don't have their earnest money. So this doesn't happen every time. Like we had a situation recently, exactly what you said, that the buyer was out of town and seller was local and it took a hot minute for the mail to get here. Yes. That seller was gracious. We have seen sellers go, hey, I, this doesn't feel quite right. There are five days instead of three days, I'm terminating the contract. And that is 100% within their rights. And, yep. and they did that the correct way. All right, what's next? Uh, closing and funding. So this is closing funding and possession. So this is this the fun is, part. This is this is the end of the party. So it's the end of the party at the beginning of the contract. That's right. All right. Closing process um, includes the execution of the documents, delivery of deed, and the receipt of funds by the seller. And we give it a specific date to complete that process. So how long does the contract usually last? 30 to 45 days. So if it's a loan, um, especially a government-backed loan, FHA, VA, USDA, then I give it six weeks. Mm-hmm. If it's cash, I generally put in 30 days. And that all can be negotiated. You can, can be like, hey, I got a buddy that's got some property for sale, and they negotiated the contract back in March, and they're closing at the 1st of October. So, wow, what a long contract. But lots of inspections right. and government mm-hmm. issues involved. And so that so it and all depends on all that. Note, so we've seen um, – we just closed one right after school at out. And the contract could have very well been closed probably within two weeks, three weeks, because it was um, basically a cash contract. It was very simple. Everything was done well. But the seller needed a little bit more time to get the kiddos out of school. Mm-hmm. And so the buyer said, heck, yes, we can negotiate those terms. Yep. So that can be negotiated. And we've well. had some Everything that last. Yeah. And we've had some years. Oh, my gosh. So you got the deals that. So, yeah, all that can be negotiated. Obviously, um, the longer the time, the more life can happen between that can hurt or help or hinder your deal. So, um, all right, we are running out of time. We're going to get maybe one page done today. So in the addition, the closing costs and expenses required to be paid 
to the terms of this contract, the buyer shall pay. Here's the kind of a list of things that buyers are responsible per the contract is the buyer's closing fee, generally around 200 bucks, 250. Um, buyer's recording fee. So this is recording the deed, mortgage, any other documents required by the lender. Um, and then all other expenses required from the buyer are due from the buyer. And then the seller shall pay doc stamps. So that's a whole nother show. Doc stamps <laughs> uh, are a tax to, to, for filing fees at the courthouse on your deed. Um, yeah, and then the, the seller's closing fee, which is 200 250 uh, recording fees. This is like the, so the doc stamps are one thing. They're based on the sales price of the house. The recording fees are so much, so many dollars per page mm -hmm. to be filed at the Woodward County Assessor's or a Treasurer's a County Clerk's Office. Sorry. Um, all that being said, so all those say the funds required from buyer and seller closing shall be cash, cashier's check, wire transfer for, or determined by provider or settlement services. So if you're like, hey, I'm bringing gold in, Oh, you're probably not. Not going to do that. So, probably not bringing cash to our local contracts, our local nope. companies either. Nope, they're so not. So be ready not, to have your funds wired. Or they're not able to handle that. But so, we're out of time. We're out of time. So <laughs> thanks for listening. It's the Brian and Kendra Show. We'll talk to you guys next week. See you later. Your new favorite, Classic Hits 107.3 KLSI Moreland Woodward. Tell a friend.